I had to restart my phone. You had to restart it? Alright, so are we just starting from the top or are we keeping the blooper? I'm guessing we're starting from the top. Alright, here we go. Take 1003. So, just a fun fact, Devin glitched out the audio once uh, because he wanted to know when Hulu was, came out, which was 2007. Um, just, just to recap, um, we, the movie is Iron Man 2, which came out in 2010. Um, Captain America, the first Avenger, came out in 2011. So did Thor. Uh, it also came out in 2011. Boom. Mic drop. I swear I should leave this episode off after I say that. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not going to do that. We haven't even reviewed the mute movie. Well, thanks to me, we finally said the movie. Boom. Iron Man 2, here we go. What are we talking about first? Okay. So, do you know what's always bothered me about this movie? What's always bothered you? How America is run so capitalistically that they're so upset that this, that the main provider of weapons is just like, yeah, I got this really cool weapon um, toy, but um, you can't have it. And... But you can have all these other missiles and stuff, and they're like, fuck that shit. We're taking you to court. Yeah, that's a that's a good first part of the movie. I hate that. I thought it was so stupid when I watched it the first time. I didn't when I first watched this movie, I didn't know what was going on. I thought he was going to jail for being Iron Man. I was like, oh no. I was like, well, what the crap? I mean, I, great, you're Iron Man, but, I mean, seriously, you, you fought one giant robot, you did some stuff in the, against the Taliban, and then, woohoo, you're kind of a superhero. <laughs> Take down the Taliban, woohoo, you're kind of a superhero. And the military's like, we're mad you did our job, and we're gonna take that suit. Because we're the government. And that slimy little bitch that I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw when I got a rumor of Hydra was gonna be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that little slimy motherfucker. You talking um, about Justin Hammer? No, not that guy. Not that slimy little motherfucker. The other one. Um I already knew Justin Hammer was slimy. No, oh, the cotton hard whiplash? No. That is also Justin Hammer. The older, yeah, the older, hold on, I know who you're talking about. The slimy older guy. Yeah, the, the politician one. There we go. Okay, thank you. Um, I I knew he was going to be Hydra the moment they, they mentioned Hydra was going to be in the MCU, and I was like, yeah, that that's, that's going to be him. I knew it. Slimy motherfucker. He looks like he oozes bacon grease. <laughs> he looks more white and whipped than cream cheese. <laughs> I like this. I like this podcast episode so far. I like where this is going. Well, the, the little 
little mousy man is just like that, and then you got freaking Justin Hammer, and if you've ever read a comic, you're like, oh, fuck, Justin Hammer. Uh, you see, I didn't know, see, I'm not the, only time, you know, growing up, only time I ever saw Iron Man was in the Avengers, so I didn't really know his, uh, rogue gallery, or whatever you want to call it. Oh, no, they're just synonymous with, like, the Hammer tech is, is just synonymous as, like, oh, yeah, we're like a weapons company. We're like the Avengers, or S.H.I.E.L.D., but better, and then, they're fucking not. They're, they're fucking trash. No, they're doing, like, shady-ass shit that makes... Um, the shield looked like nuns. The shield looked like nuns? Yeah. And then, Justin Hammer is like the embodiment of the little bitch boy you meet in a fraternity, and it's like talking like big game, and then can't like represent, you know? Um, yeah. Like, he, he doesn't show up to the fight out back. Um, like he, the moment the fight starts going on, he starts backing up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was kidding. I was kidding. I promise. I promise. And his tech is like the embodiment of that. And I honestly thought Justin Hammer was gonna appear in WandaVision with that scene when she's taking that little, little buggy thing through. I thought they were about to call in Hammer Tech, and I was like, the thing's gonna bust going through this, this dimension, dimensional rift thing, and killer. It's gonna be hammer tech, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it broke." It was hammer tech. Hammer tech broke. But no, like he—he's like the embodiment of like somebody you don't trust, and daddy's money at the same time. Oh yeah, well he kind of did act like daddy's money. He was, he's basically like, I want Tony Stark's armor now. Well, 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 why can't I figure it out? Bitch, if you don't get out my screen. I don't like Justin Hammer neither, just because he's annoying. I know, I know. And then you get. And the, the, go ahead. My, here's my greatest question. I don't know if we're going out of order here, but how the hell did his ass create Warp Machine? What are you talking about? Yeah, didn't he create War Machine's armor? No. Do it. They stole it. Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, but no, like he basically like instead of instead of like the whole drunk scene situation, like in the comics, Tony Stark is dying because palladium poisoning. Or something like that because the arc reactor the arc reactor that I put in my chest is killing me oh no who didn't see that one coming he, even though he had the funds to like get it removed before but that, Go whole thing, that whole thing was just so stupid in my opinion because it's like hmm I can do that got the money I got top six bad pocket I'm fucking Iron Man. So he doesn't, and then he starts getting sick, and then it's, 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 I don't know if it's, go, he went past one no return, or there was no procedure yet, even though they talk like there is a procedure, and he just doesn't want to because he wants to remember. He didn't, have, he didn't remove the arc reactor, right? They, they just cured him? 
Yeah, they just cured him, right? No, because he discovered the new element, and that cured him because of his dad discovering it. But in Iron Man 3, I need to rewatch Iron Man 3. What was their thing with that? Because was it still in his chest? That's a completely different thing. Um, they got removed in Iron Man 3. Um, he, he took it out, and then it did nanotech. I need to rewatch Iron Man 3, and um, I'm trying yeah. to... It's on the list, but the he he creates the new element, which highlight it really did highlight the genius of Tony Stark making his own element. Um, I actually saw a, a theory that 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 element like created a sent a ripple through space, you know, like oh this guy um, made him infinite, like throughout space, like all that jazz, and like this this is kind of how he fast tracked making nanotech. And how um, some people think that that's how Thanos figured out who he was. And uh, Infinity Workers were like, oh man, he's, he's actually real. But, <laughs> oh man, he's actually real. But no, like, that, that whole, like, playing thing, like, good, good, good. good. I, I get why that, that's interesting. I, I get all that. But I'm going to be honest with you, there, there's, like, a bunch of discourse on what he created because I could have sworn it was palladium or some something like palladium or something like that and then and then uh, but in the comics it was synthetic vibranium or vibranium and then you know, like it, it, it got weird for a while on what he created technically but it, it's really powerful but it, it did fast track nanotech, and you see that in Iron Man, really, um, when he's like toying around with the suits to that capacity. But what else? Um, like that, that whole thing, I, I get, but like, the fact that he's like so on edge about like, I've got I gotta set everything for when I die. Gotta keep drinking this green juice. Gonna be crazy for a little bit because I'm dying and I'm going through the stages. For real, he holds a dying house party. Everybody's like, Tony, Tony. And he goes, everybody ask me how I pee in this suit. Ah, there's your answer. Ah, I'm like, oh, hell. Then, uh, wrote, oh my God, I can't say his name right. Roddy. Oh, thank God, I thought I was gonna say Roddy's like, takes the silver suit he's like Tony I've had enough take off the suit or I'm gonna blast your ass and then they, they get in the whole fight and then he kicks his ass and then literally and then Rhodey flies off to the military base and then they just gear they just rack up that that bitch with a, a bunch of different with a new paint job a bunch of different tech and then they get the whole scene with Justin Hammer giving him like weapons. <laughs> he says, "I'm bringing out the tiny hammer." What? The little missile, the tiny hammer. The ex-wife. Oh, it was the ex-wife. I always call. I always thought it was tiny hammer. No. Oh, the ex-wife. Like a damn firecracker. It, it was like that scene in Hot Rod. Which scene? When they set off fireworks. 
Oh yeah. Okay, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> I just find it funny. He said the ex-wife. Like, he, he hyped up all this stuff and like hardly any of this worked in my phone. Hammer tech. Mm. But yeah. Should've stuck the tech. What? Should've stuck the tar- Stark tech. Well, that was the thing. They were having issues with Stark because they just got in a huge fight, Devin. Well, wait. In the movies, though, he has to upgrade his suit to Stark tech, right? Yeah, later on. Thank God. And, and three, I mean... You're jumping the gun though, and you're. Did you watch the movie, or are you just guessing? No, I just I watched the movie. Mm. You're missing I, a lot of details, my guy. I'm just missing the part. I'm just missing the part where I'm jumping ahead of Iron Man three for some reason because like all these movies are. I've watched these movies so many times, my brain's like getting ahead. Yeah, yeah mine mine aren't running them all together. Right, we're gonna take a brief, uh, a brief ad break, though. All right. I don't imagine this being a long episode. That's fine. Okay. All right. So, um, you got in the movie where they they got that great fight scene. This is this is when uh, the fight scene started ramping up in the MCU and started. To get, you know, they started playing around. Which scene? Which one? The in-fight scene. Oh, the... Me- okay, yeah, the movie and Super Showdown where all the androids and they're just blasting bullets and doing the whole team thing and they're like, tag team move, tag team move. And just hits them with a death laser. Dude, it was epic. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think that's when things started to, like, really started to, like, oh, yeah, the MCU is a thing, but let's start going and then you get Thor and um, uh, Captain America next year and then those were really good and then that into you as a multiverse starts ramping up yeah but shit just hit the start of hitting the fan and then here we are today yep and then um, there, there's can, can I say some continuity issues I had with this movie go ahead there's no way Whiplash knew he was gonna be racing. Like even even if he figured out like he was a bit manic, I don't think he could predict that exactly. Now, so I think there was an ad. I mean, I think he just knew the event and he just went anyways. And well, it yeah, was he, he had Stark there. He knew that Stark was gonna be there, but I there was no way he was gonna be knew he was gonna be racing. So the pit crew just seemed like a little bit too on the nose. Hmm, that is a good point. I'm not gonna lie, that is a pretty cool suit. The red and silver. Dude, that that was one of the best um, uh, suit ups that we, we started to really get because we started to get like a variety with the nanotech. Especially yeah. The... Say something? Yeah. Okay, you were glitching. But yeah, we uh. started from like. I, Devin, are you saying something or are you just saying yes? No, I was about to say something, but you go ahead. Okay. But you you start getting these like variations more, especially from uh, Iron Man three, and then we get the nanotech further on in like the Avengers series. But th- th- this is where we see like him learning from his past mistakes and 
all that because you'll notice like uh, each new suit comes with a different thing. You get a parachute for Rhodey. Um, on uh, the Iron Spider suit, you get uh, the beam beam one from the final fight in Endgame for when he got struck by lightning from Thor. Um, he's got shields. He's got knives or swords. He's got um, increased boosters to reach people at higher speeds. Um, he's got sonic cannons. He's really stepped up his game by the end of it. And you can definitely see this starting to like mound up to where he's getting there, especially towards the cusp of uh, Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah, because even in Avenger Endgames, he had that watch on him where the. Um, yeah. He had the watch. Well, he's been a Winter Soldier. He's even had that watch ready. Oh, I'm thinking of Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. when they bring Large Bucky back and he jumps up, uh, Bucky pulls the gun on him and he grabs the muzzle of the gun with, with the hand and Bucky fires. And you can just see the shock in like, Tony Stark's face where he's like, oh, good, it works. I wasn't sure about that. I was thinking of the scene in Avengers where uh, Loki throws him off the roof and he's like, come on, come on, come on. And it's like, he taps his wrist and it's like, yeah, yeah. the sensor yeah. had to connect with the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, in Iron Man 3, he does the nanotech so he can just summon it. Yeah, and then like, yeah, that's, I, I agree with you. That's like, that's one thing. That's like, Tony, like I said earlier about these character developments, Iron Man, Tony Stark has the probably another good one. He has good character development, but still with the arrogance and I, I and pompous like douchebag character he has, I don't get how he's as likable as he is. Because he learns from his mistakes after every movie. Well, maybe not Endgame, but you get the idea. Not necessarily though. He's hyper vigilant to the point where it endangers other people, and then he still shoots off his mouth to the point where it endangers other people and if we're still going off the assumption that vulture is a tony stark villain in the mcu itself then then it's still irresponsible on irresponsibility on iron man's part because of that i mean yes this tony stark in the mcu is so much more mature than the comic books um but but still you you got to be you, you still got to take into account how his actions and words affect things yeah you you see more of that in uh, iron man 3 though true and this one it was more of oh hey i'm iron man and you know the consequences of his actions kind of creep up on him yeah <laughs> And, you know, he's still being arrogant. He's like, oh, I'm dying, so I'm going to go eat donuts while Nick Fury tries to recruit me. But, no, um, speaking of, like, Spider-Man for a minute, do you know what this movie made me want? A Spider-Man and Iron Man team-up? No, no, no. A Spider-Man movie where he's fighting some, like, Iron Man villains, like, tech on par with Iron Man, like an Iron War, something like that. Because, like, Whiplash would be... a interesting character to see Peter Parker, Spider-Man try to come back like 
he he's he's quick on his feet. He's super smart. I I think I'd be very interested to see how he would attack attack a villain like this. Um, he definitely could. I guarantee Ned probably would be involved or MJ, but I I would definitely like to see something like that happen with a similar villain. It's not a bad idea. I mean, he's but the way the MCU has Spider-Man set up, like an like an Iron Man Junior kind of. I mean, not kind of. See, you, I don't completely agree with that, but I can see where there are variations because obviously it's the MCU. This is a different interpretation. Um, but I do see that at some point because they. From the way I saw it, they were trying to set up Parker Industries. Yeah. But not have the name be Parker Industries. Um, I I was under the assumption that, okay, this kid is good enough. He's smart enough that w- once he gets old enough, like in the comic books, like Captain America and, the, and Iron Man agreed that uh, he'd be a better superhero than both of them uh, once he got older. And I, I think the MCU is setting up for something like that. But I, I think we're going to get a three-part movie and then we're going to do an Iron Man level thing where, you know, Hulk or somebody like that's going to take the front seat. Hulk, Black Panther, and um, maybe Doctor Strange or Wanda will take like the front seat. The three front seats and then you got after like the third movie for Peter he's gonna pull an Iron Man and just be in the background and you're gonna see his development and you're gonna see like at full force by the end of this arc and then I think we're also gonna see um, Hulk come into his own in some capacity in this phase of Marvel do you think he's gonna get his own standalone movie? I kind of want another Hulk. I want a Mark Luff- Mark Ruffalo standalone movie. Well, you say that, but sorry, they it's been in the work for a while. Oh, but hashtag like, She-Hulk. I, well, not She-Hulk. I like it, Hulk movie, but I don't know what happens. Um, it was it was in the works, and then I don't know what happens, but. You know how I keep up with stuff, and I send you all that stuff, and you never read it. But no, anyways, what did you think about Whiplash's motivation? I I think he had better motivations than Loki and Thor, but I, I don't think he had the best. It seemed like a great opening for, you've wronged my family. You'll feel die. I, I think that's a great opening for that. But I do I do understand how. Yeah, we made this reactor attack, re- reactor attack, but uh, we didn't end up doing anything with it. And then all of a sudden, Tony Stark is like, "Hey, I've got this idea. Does it work? Um, I'm gonna run with this bitch." Like obviously, th- there's not a lot that he would know about it um like head on so yeah he knows his family has a patent but i i get the motivation like you let my father die 
I get that, but I think it was kind of weak. I think it was starting off Iron Man villains, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it was ranting up. Trying to get into the unit. Yeah, trying to trying to open up his rogue gallery of villains. Yeah. Um. You know, we we've talked a lot about what if. Do you know what I would really like to see? What? And th- this movie only like made me think of it more. Like a what if version where Tony Stark or Hank Pym became Star Lord, and they were exposed to all that tech, and they're still you know how they are. They're exposed to all this alien tech. And I I just really want to see what they come up with like to advance that alien tech even further. Who knows, man? Maybe we'll see it next season, the what if. Maybe. Um, but can I... I've got a weird comment, and I, I realize how weird it is. But the cinematic beauty of that donut scene where he's sitting in the donut is a little too good. I know they use, like... They were testing out uh, drones when doing it because they were like, "Oh, this new tech, let's let's try it." But I I was surprised at how cinematically it it was very well shot. Oh yeah, drone views are beautiful. Yeah, like it was very smooth how they did it. All the transition with that was very nice. Um, That where he's just sitting in the donut, like the cinematic scene where it pulls out was very nice smooth but um you you are aware of the controversy with um mickey rookie who plays whiplash right i don't remember so basically he was upset that he wasn't getting enough for it and he wasn't uh set to become a bigger villain than he already was and he created a bunch of problems on set and a bunch of other stuff and basically he burned the bridge with Marvel and claimed that Marvel was the worst people he's ever worked with. <laughs> but he's an idiot now. I mean, he's dead now in the Marvel Universe, so I mean... Yeah, but still, I mean... Alright, Devin. I'm out of notes. Are you? Yep. I'm trying to think. What do you think of uh, Black Widow and her first appearance? I originally didn't like it. Like, um, I thought it was too, like... Okay, so the co- the way that her costumes are, they get less and less sexual as she progresses in the MCU, and I appreciate that. Um, because... And, and in Charlotte Johansson was pushing for that as well, because a lot of these fight scenes she, she was filming were way too sexual. Um, because... They were just trying to get, like, eye dance, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, yeah, she she's based on, like, the femme fatale, like, S thing, but... The the sexualization of her being, like, a dumb bimbo, and then, boom. Dangerous spy woman. Whip that ass, boy. Dude, that's, like, the scene in the hallway where she's like, I gotta go to work, and she just starts doing, like piranha kicks and whips out her um her wrist guns and just is that what's her wrist guns called uh widow's bites yeah her widow bite i was like dude that's dope yeah but um dude then she freaking beat up happy i thought that was funny she's like i'll get in the ring 
And that'd be all right. So you want to do this and this and this, and she just boom, arm yeah, bar through this. That that was the stereotypical like uh, mansplaining, and then obviously she knew more, but she, more than she was letting on. But um, I think, are you about ready to rate this movie? Uh, yeah, we can rate it. All right, I'm gonna give it five point five out of ten. You're gonna give it a five point five out of ten? Well, I thought it was a good ramping up point, but. I, I didn't see it as a good movie standalone wise. I um, see. I, I thought it was one of those movies where it was better than a sequel. I I think it's on par with the first one. I think it's on par with. I wouldn't say it's on par with the third one. It's better than the third one, but. God, yeah, ain't the third one. I'm kind of I'm torn between the third one. Like I, I was on the fence between somewhere between five and seven. Um. But I, I really thought about it before writing out the description. I was like, I think 5.5 is a solid because it's not exceptionally in the MCU. Yeah, there's going to be a lot better, but there's a lot worse too. Um, yeah, there's some room for improvement. We're still working on it and getting our footing, but on, on it, it's just an average movie that you could rewatch. And, um, but. I don't like how we don't acknowledge the mental health problems, which kind of just brush them under the rug. Which really decided on the factor of going down further than a six to to five point five. Huh. That's pretty deep. I mean, I'm gonna give it a. See, I don't really hate this movie. I mean, I agree with you. It's not a bad standalone film by itself. I mean, compared to what we got now, compared to what we got now is way better compared to it. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate this movie. I like the effects. I like the growth. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either, you know? Yeah, like, I don't hate it and I don't love it. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, but I don't want to give it a 5.5. So I'm going to be in the middle and give it a 7. The only thing I can... I hate it was Justin Hammer was kind of annoying, but that was point of the plot line. And then I didn't like how Rhodey was, how he just kind of beat it up on Iron Man, took his tech, but it was a great intro to War Machine. And then you you got to think from the perspective, you're covering so much for your friends with the government. And then he's doing stupid shit, like throwing a party and blowing stuff up and peeing in a suit. And making like a big publicity stunt when he needs to be keeping a low profile. Hmm. Because you know he he's lashing out, and you know Rhodey's pretty like justified in the fact that he's he's putting so much on the line, his his entire work on the line, and he 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 walks up to see this, you know. Fair point. Like, he, he sees his friend, like, like just basically taking a piss on all the hard work he's doing for his friend. I'm sorry, I was trying to find the list. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's true. I forgot, yeah, I forgot about that, that he was standing up for Tony, because the government wanted to throw him in jail, and, uh, and Ro- Rhodey's like, nah, bro, hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. 
I mean, I can't really find anything bad about this movie, but like same time, it's not like, oh my gosh, let's watch Iron Man 2. I'd rather watch like the Avengers or something. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. There, there's very little wrong with it, but it's not enough to like completely weigh it down. It, it's just kind of like floating there, like a little above average, you know? Yeah, it's there. It's like, hey, do I want to watch? Do I want to watch a good hero movie? Iron Man 2. But um, next next Sunday we're watching um, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell from 1979. Oh, thank God! I thought that one was next. I thought so. Devin, I already had it covered. Trust me. Okay, good. But um, I believe we're we're about done. So, if you'd like to give your famous last words, Devin. I'm gonna sit here and eat Burger King while you all take pictures of me.